Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Yesterday, the Padres won their third in a row. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. And today, we've got Mike Janella here to talk about it, although we're not quite sure how the heck he got here. I've never been involved in, uh, in childbirth before. Alongside Mike, it's Randy Jones, who will gladly explain to Mike how it is he got here, but he'll have to do it after the show. It won't be released here on uh, this is the family show. Right? <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> this we're is not, not going the after there, boys. 10 o'clock uh, episode. No, <laughs> not at all. And rounding up the crew, the true source of all this baby talk amongst Padres baseball, Mike Gray. Uh, my wife is six days late. Oh, my. Giving birth to our first child. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Mike Grace. Happy Friday. Welcome to Padre Social Hour. Yes, it's a three-game winning streak for the Padres. Yes, they will try and make it four in a row with a 5-10 first pitch from Milwaukee. And yes, he loves it when you call him Big Papa. Mike Grace, the new dad, nice. first-time father, making his first Good social job, hour man. appearance as a dad. Thank you. Uh, I didn't do much, to be honest with you. Uh, my I, wife did all the work. I can relate. And uh, it was a lot of hard work. But, man, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It's really cool. It's fun to watch baseball with a little guy. Just sit there. You, you already know. have him watching games. I do. That does not surprise me one bit. I do, you. man. It's uh, it, it's amazing. It really is. So <laughs> so happy. We're we're ecstatic. That's awesome. Good. That's awesome. And how everything? Wife good. Baby good. Everybody's healthy, set, man. Yeah. yeah, everybody's healthy. Uh, not too long of a labor. Uh, a lot of work for her, but uh, he's great. Um, healthy. You know, it, it's it's an unbelievable process. I know you've been there and, and done it a couple times now, yourself. And is it still the same way? Like I, you're all excited, and the, and the baby comes, and they get settled into the room, and then the nurse says you got to go. She no, need, she needs some rest. No, not no. at all. No, they. Uh, it's very holistic now, and like I, I was with her the entire time. Right. Um, you know, they put the baby right on her right away to get that connection, and then once she's a little recovered, you get your own room. I slept in the room. Uh, wow. So we were there. So Man, you really never. Changed. Oh yeah, you really never leave the baby's side. They don't put them in the nursery like they used to. You can if you know you really need some sleep if they if they're fussy. But yeah, no, with them the entire time. Wow. Man, that's great. A lot of changed since your day well it's just been a Randy. few years yeah. <laughs> uh, do <did> we <laughs> do we have pictures of, of baby grace blooper let's see Got if we take guy? a look at him here yeah making his uh his television debut all right. oh, there he is. that's his baseball blanket too that's a good looking <laughs> kid gracie must awesome. take after his mom not, he really not his that dad. absolutely and, and there it. you go got his uh, mlb at bat app open on the ipad watching games less than a week old i love it that's awesome yeah no i mean it's crazy. I, I feel like I can be objective. I don't think he's too weird of a looking baby. You know, like no, it's good looking know, kid. I, I've seen I, weird I, babies. That's a good weird. looking baby. Babies look weird, but babies I think he looks relatively weird. normal. Some babies do. Some come babies on, man. come out and you're like, so, what happened here? No, this is a good looking kid. Hey Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, blooper of all people should talk. I would love to see his baby photo. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a fun segment down the road. Yeah, let's uh, let's baby blooper. Show. Yeah, right. baby. Oh. Fun, maybe not the right word for it. Very handsome baby. 
Send, send, you know what? I tweeted this out earlier, and I want those watching maybe that missed it. Yeah. For Mike Grace, any parenting advice, fatherhood advice that those of you uh, in the audience have, use hashtag PadresSH. I'm sure we'll get some good ones. We'll get some funny ones. We'll, we'll get, get some TMI, jokes. But uh, we're going to see what the Padres Social Hour universe has to say about raising a child. So I'll take it. I will take it all, advice. too. I will take all that advice. I, I'm soaking it all in, so I'm ready. <laughs> I've already picked this guy's brain. So. I like it. No, it's great. Uh, yeah, so hashtag PadresSH as always. And, of course, there's the chat happening at Padres.com slash social hour as well. All right, let's get to, back to uh, the grown boys, the Padres themselves. And before we get to uh, yesterday's game and that three-game winning streak, Friday the 13th today, a lot of uh, negative news coming out of Padres camp today. And we're going to start with the uh, AMR injury report because right before we went on the show, uh, it was announced Andrew Kashner to the DL, the right hamstring strain. Good. They were holding him back, seeing if he'd be able to get back on track and not have to miss a start. He was supposed to start maybe yesterday and then today, potentially tomorrow. Not happening. He's now on the 15-day DL. I mean, this throws everything into a huge tailspin starting rotation-wise for the next couple days. Yeah, it, it does happen, you know, and especially a hamstring with a pitcher, any type, you know, leg injuries and how much you use your legs, especially even a big boy like Kashner. Yep. Uh, you better be 100% or you're just going to re-injure it even worse. So, uh, you, know, you know, just got to go on the caution side and, and get him healthy. That's what Andy Green said. It's so they'd rather him miss a start or two now than eight weeks the that, rest of the summer. That, yeah, I and, agree. And it makes sense. I mean, they need the roster spots right now with so many injuries and somewhat of a tired bullpen that they can't just let him hang out and wait for his next start. They needed to get another pitcher in there. Uh, I'm sure they will at some point. I know there's been a lot of roster shuffling there, but it, it's tough. I mean, you know, when they're in the spot they're in. But the other side of it is, though, they're playing well, mostly because of the pitching. The pitching's been so it's fantastic. Phenomenal. But – if you can get through something like that, like, all right, you win you win the bullpen day, find a way to win bullpen day, man, that's just going to send you right well, and the, do some really the positive The problem, energy. though, is that, I mean, depending, Christian Friedrich gets the start tonight. His yep. first big league start since 2014. It might be a bullpen night tonight and a bullpen day tomorrow. This could be a very tough 48 hours because it's going to be literally all arms on deck. Well, you hope not, you know, and you really do. But I think you know, the biggest thing is Shields being able to go a little bit deeper. You know, help help the bullpen. That was big yesterday. Every you know, every little bit helps, and uh, they'll rise to the occasion. That's what the boys know how to do. Out we there. talked about this the other day. The hamstring thing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Is this past coincidence? I do they have to do a different stretching program? Is this something that they have to look into? I mean, I feel like I, what we've seen of Andy Green. He really pushes these guys to do all the proper stretching, all the proper maintenance on their bodies. But I mean. I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if you are, Randy, no. but I mean, it's just bizarre. Just so many it's, hamstrings at this yeah, point. Yeah, I can't I mean, believe it. It's it's know. really really weird. I don't know if it's the weights or you know. I don't. It's, I mean, it's, I, it's, I think they're stretching probably enough. Maybe too much. I don't know. Yeah, we're not doctors, but uh, I'd be very interested to see if, if anyone out there is a doctor watching this or some kind of physician. Let us know because well, I'm, I'm it's sure gotten to a point where it's it's well, the trainers got they got to be shaking their heads. What's going on? Right. You know, Have to I mean, they, they try to prepare the guys the best they can, but, you know, all of a sudden these guys are, you know, we've got a sniper somewhere around here shooting them. Yeah, going right for the backs I'm of the legs. Uh, other updates. So Derek Norris, he left the game last night, was hit by a pitch on the hand. Says uh, he's not starting today, but is available to pinch hit, Andy Green says. So it should be just a well, couple of days. Hopefully we'll avoid a DL stint uh, for him. I mean, you take 95 right to the hand, and when a guy like Norris has to come out of the game, you know it's pretty serious. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, thankfully, uh, for now at least, uh, should not miss too much time. 
But, uh, man, that looked painful last night. It always reminds me know. of Jeff Bagwell. He used to take those all the time. So remember he had that big yeah, batting glove with a huge yeah. pad because he got hit like three times and got his hand broken. It's so scary. I mean, you, you have no control as a batter there. Yeah, especially Nor- Nothing is, you can do. He's but, a tough kid. I mean, and then man. to receive 95 as a catcher with that same hand, I mean, that's just going to have to aggravate it. So hopefully he can get that healthy and another not come back day, Another day quickly. in the big leagues, yeah. So, uh, d- yeah, I'm sure he won't be rushing it either. Uh, Jamile Weeks uh, had his MRI results come back yesterday. He's one of the other hamstring guys. Two to three weeks, he'll be out, and they'll reevaluate him then to see what's up. Good. And uh, otherwise, uh, status quo on Tyson Ross, nothing new from him. How about, uh, how Solarte, how about Solarte, and, Solarte and Amarista are in Arizona. They haven't taken at-bats yet, live at-bats yet, I don't think, but doing BP, fielding work, they're coming along, and Spangenberg a little bit behind them. So those guys, nothing too new, but... Hey, kudos to this team for getting three in a row with That's all this going on around them. They're actually them. Yeah. playing well without these guys, and so you got to think once they get them back, that can only be a positive, hopefully. Well, you, you think so. You but, would think, yeah. Then you, you talk about chemistry and all with that these stuff, injuries, but, though, yeah. you know, you're going to get exposed sooner or later. Yeah, depth. I think. Depth is important, and as depth keeps going away, that's yeah. you can only keep that tightrope walk going for so long. Uh, so that's the injury report, one we've had to go to, unfortunately, a lot uh, early this season, but it's brought to us by American Medical Response, the emergency medical response team for Petco Park. They want to remind you to stay safe, San Diego. To learn more about AMR, visit amr-sandiego.com. The other news uh, from today, uh, we're saying goodbye to someone, for now at least, Jabari Blash. He was designated for assignment a Rule 5 guy. He had to be on the roster, the 25-man roster, all year to stick with it. Right. And he just wasn't getting those chances, so the Padres now uh, designating him for assignment. He's got to uh, pass through waivers and get offered back to the Mariners. The Padres may still try and trade to get him back. Uh, Andy Green saying in his pregame press or media session today that uh, they'd love to have him back in a trade to get him down to AAA. But, uh, I mean, he just he wasn't getting the chance. Is this the right move, or you would have held on to him a little bit longer at the big league club? I think right now it's the right move. I think it might have been a little bit too early for him. He did not get any at-bats, and I think this young man needs more at-bats. You know, refine the swing, get a little bit more disciplined. Uh, it's not an easy thing what he's been trying to do with, you know, just occasional at-bats and, and starts. So I think for the, it's the best for the ball player. And uh, also, with this needing the space, I mean, you don't have a – it's a tough decision, but you don't have a lot of choices, I don't think. Outfield was the last place they had room for people. If he right. could play short or right. second base or third, then that would have been great. But Yeah, no, I, I think uh, the Rule 5 is such an interesting gamble. So, you know, they, they take a guy with some potential – Think about keeping them on the big league roster, but at the same time, they've got to see what they've got with their current guys. So Melvin and John Jay and Matt Kemp, and all those guys have played really well. Yes, they so have. if Andy Green, who has said those who play well are going to earn their playing time, he can't take those guys off the field to give Jabari Blash a chance. Now, you know, Melvin Upton hasn't been great in the past few years, so maybe there wasn't going to be an opportunity there. It just didn't arise, no. and, and there was no way that Blash was going to be good as a pinch hitter. He's, it, it, it's never been the role he's been. He started baseball late in his life. So, I mean, he needed to play every single day. And it wasn't there. And, you know, risk-reward on what this guy could be as a future is all it is. I mean, you had to keep him, you know, or you were going to lose him anyway. Just just send him back. They roll the the dice with him. Right, what everyone thought, to your point, Gracie, I think in spring training, if Melvin Upton is, uh, you know, toast now, if he's the expiration date's passed, we have this insurance policy take a flyer yeah. lottery ticket but melvin's been great and we saw that again last That's night right there's nowhere to put jabari and, and we you, love him great guy but and, he, and it's all about it's all about assets at this point melvin upton has made himself a solid asset Valuable. now his salary it might not make him 
as valuable as he is as a player. But if he keeps playing at this level, and if the Padres don't get into any kind of contention, he could be moved as a valuable uh, asset for something. Because, I mean, he could do a lot for a team. The way he plays defense and what he's doing, power and speed, uh, you know, he, his value right now was far superior to what Jabari well, Brash uh, could uh, possibly bring even into the future. So it's all about easily. that risk-reward down the road. Yeah, he was fun. I mean, a great guy, great look, great build, great name, very name, fun for I mean, Twitter. That's going to be sad to go. But, yeah, he deserves better, deserves more playing time. And we'll see uh, if our paths cross again down the road with Jabari. Um, all right, we're going to get to uh, yesterday's game in just a little bit. But first, the tweets are coming in for you, Mike. Already. Okay, nice. Uh, so our first one from uh, Tom Hughes, T-O-M, says just enjoy it. That's his, invi- his advice. Oh, no, sorry. We had the first one from Beth Higgins. Sorry, Beth. Uh, BPAR66 says babies expend their excess energy by crying. Let them cry a bit before right. picking them up, especially at night. That's a good one, I Interesting. think. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. Thank no, you, me Beth. me neither. Uh, here's Tom. Says, uh, enjoy it. They grow up so fast. It's hard to take it all in. Changes your life in a great way. So uh, not tangible advice in terms of something you can do. Sure. But, you know, good emotional advice to really drink it all in because I'm sure it will go by. I've heard that from like a lot that. of parents that it goes fast. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. So, again, keep, uh, keep your parenting advice for new dad Mike Grace coming in at hashtag Padres SH. Uh, you might need uh, some advice some of those late nights uh, coming up in this read right here. <laughs> Shake, sip, and stir at Padres Cocktail Fest, Mike. I'm sure you'll want to pour yourself a drink every once in a while. Presented by Southwest Airlines and supported by Las Vegas. Stroll down to Petco Park on Friday, May 20th, before the Padres and the Dodgers at 740. Sample handcrafted cocktails from your favorite San Diego restaurants and bars. Tickets at Padres.com party. We'll break down that 3-0 win from Milwaukee last night right after this. You're watching Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're here in the AMR studio, less than an hour away from first pitch between the Padres and the Brewers, game two of their three-game set. Uh, also, by the way, happy Top Gun Day. I know you love these days, Randy. Jeez. This must be a good one for you. Happy Top Gun Day. And don't think we're not going to have some fun with that a little bit later on. I just wanted to plant the seeds now so that you guys don't think we forgot about it. It's going to be a good one. He's Randy lost that, loves he's, the, the... He's lost that love and feeling. He so at has. Him. Yeah. He so has. I'm telling you right now. The pattern is full. That's what Randy's telling every, us. Yeah, every, day is a, <laughs> every day is a certain day. It is. Every day is a day, Randy, especially when you're around. Um, all right, let's get to, uh, <laughs> let's get to yesterday's action. 3 nothing game uh, for the Padres in their favor. And um, James Shields, awesome. Melvin Upton Jr., awesome. Uh, in fact, Melvin, with his performance last night, was our hero of the game. And he had a hand in all three runs, as well as the pitching's gone. I mean, you're not going to win a game without scoring some runs. Uh, Melvin ends up putting up a line of three for four, two runs, two ribbies. Had the home run yesterday. Uh, I mean, an awesome performance. We were just talking about his value last segment. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? He had himself a great game. He's doing it right, too. I mean, love his attitude, his approach day in and day out, his work ethic. He's been, you know, he's been phenomenal. And it's out in spring training and talking to him and, and goals that he'd set probably for himself this year and, you know, really try to become the player that he was. You know, and he was a little bit frustrated in the last couple of years. So, I mean, he went right after it. He's taking control of that left field job right now and, and getting it done in that lineup. I, I'm very, very impressed with what we've seen from him, and, and he's competing. Oh, no. He's making a difference. Is he surpassing, meeting, or still maybe not delivering on expectations you thought of him when he first arrived last year or even in spring training? I think he's surpassing what I thought of him coming here. I mean, I think he's still far away from the potential that everybody saw from when he was drafted. And when you see the athletic tools, I mean, 
He is so strong for his frame. Well, I mean, it's glim- unbelievable. You're getting a glimpse of it right now. You really are. The, the, the ball you know, he hit last night to left center, I mean, just he, he flicks quick, the wrist, and quick, he is you know, so strong. You see that in him. You see it in Myers a lot, those quick hands. Just, just amazing. Yeah, no, Melvin still looks like he's 25, and that's what people forget. He's into his 30s now. He's been around a long time. <laughs> he may never become Tampa Bay. Melvin again, but I think for what we uh, expected spring training, he's right. definitely well, delivering. What so I'm far. seeing right now, I'm enjoying yeah. it. I mean, I think there's honestly something real quick, just that he not playing with his brother is a good thing. I think there's some weird expectations. Yeah. His brother can be so good that he's probably trying to live up to something when he plays with them. I mean, Especially you assume two brothers, oh, they'll both be great. It'll be a, a Bash Brothers, but actually a you know, sibling thing. And then if yeah. one of you's not You've got a decent sample the size of them playing together. And, yeah. and, and also, I think what he's playing every day, and I think that's making a difference with him as well now. For any guy, yeah. You know, his approach is better. It's improved. He's healthy. That's probably very, very important. But being out there every single day and knowing it, you yeah. know, it's made a difference. For sure. Uh, so that's Hero of the Game. It's brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. So he was our Hero of the Game, those of us here on uh, this side of the room, me and Blooper. But don't want to discredit James Shield. Seven shutout innings, nine strikeouts. So to you guys, who was the more impressive performance last night, Shields or Melvin Upton? Shields. Want to explain yourself? Yeah, or sure. Just you're, you're <laughs> number one, you're going that extra seven innings. You're spelling the bullpen. They need a little bit of rest. They've been worked. They were taxed, a doubleheader, everything that went on, you know, before this. You know, I thought that was special. And also, you know, I'll, I'll do a third. I think, you know, Christian Middencourt coming in and, you know, picking up the catching duties and the great job the game he called and everything else. I think he's doing a whale of a job back there. I know he worked really hard in spring training on his fundamentals behind the plate. But calling the game, everything that I've seen from him, I'm, I'm totally impressed. I like it. I mean, wow. we, we saw it from Rene Rivera as a backup catcher and what, what difference he made when he came over here and picked the ball club up. And right now, I think Christian Bittencourt can do the same thing. I'm, I like what I see from him as well. Yeah, no, Shields was great, and it's amazing what he does when he can keep that changeup down. I mean, the changeup was down all night and getting lots of swingy strikes, the big double plays. Uh, but just overall, I'd say Melvin, for me, was the guy, you know, last night. I mean, three different plate appearances that really made a big difference. I mean, Shields kept him in, got it to the bullpen, but, uh, you know, the pitching's been great. So to get that offense finally, I think that's a, a big key to last night's game, or the key. So I, I know you're always going to have your pitcher's backs, but well, of course. I'm, I'm going to take Melvin on that one. Uh, yeah, pitcher, hitter. What about another guy, and we've talked about him at length. He's been on the show, Ryan Bookter, comes in, first save opportunity. This guy – not even on a major league roster last year. Gets a minor league deal. He has one inning pitched in his big league career. Now he gets a save opportunity. Uh, I mean, someone else that just yesterday I felt with a 3 nothing lead, things could have gotten a bit askew with Roddy not available. How important was he yesterday? Where do you rank him in terms of the, the – uh, obviously behind Upton and Shields, but well, holding down that important of a game has got to be uh, worth the tip of the cap too. He's definitely been a pleasant surprise getting the opportunity in the big leagues. And, and he's making the most of it. And, and that's what you need. You need guys to step up in this scenario. And, and, and I mean, Bakker, he's done it. I mean, it's amazing. You know, one pitch, you know, pitcher, but with the movement that he has on it. And is he, that what it is? It is it, is it his zone. movement? Or it's, is it the fact that he can pitch up and down all around? I mean, well, it's, it's, it's that, unbelievable. It's, it's, it's that little bit of movement that okay. he has on that cutter. You know, and he can throw it to both sides of the plate. And that little bit of movement is just enough. And he'll, he'll change speeds with a little bit. And, and that's all you have to do. It's not, it's not everything's 95, 95, 95. Right. And, you know, when you all of a sudden you're going away from him with a little cutter to a right-handed, you know, hitter. And it's now it's 92. 
with a little bit of movement. It doesn't take much movement Let me ask you, know, you to get that, that foul ball or, right. or the pop-up. Let me ask you guys this, and I just put a poll out right now on my handle at Mike Janella. We love these polls because we like hearing what you guys have to say. Also, search hashtag PadresSH. Talking about Bookter, and I was reminded about that we had a very similar conversation about Drew Pomeranz a couple days ago, what's made him so effective. Who do you think has been the better or the more impressive find for the Padres? A guy like Bookter who was really pulled off the scrap heap from nothing, or a guy like Pomeranz who had a track record that didn't really indicate he'd perform like this at all, but now is the staff ace? I'm going to say Pomerantz. I'm going to uh, say Pomerantz. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that, one, he has to go through the lineup a few times. Two, there is a book on him. He's been in the big leagues long enough. He's just kind of finally reaching some of that potential you saw as him, of him as a first-rounder. And the bullpen is just so, I mean, well, and not to take Pomerantz, anything away from right? He Bookter. was a number five overall pick. Yeah. We knew this was in there somewhere. Bookter, nobody could have ever seen this coming. And he's been, I mean – one right. of the best relievers, not just on his team, but and, in the league. He, I think he's got to do it a little bit longer before I give him the Cy Young Award, Mike. I mean, well, you know, he's been really good, and I'm really happy about this. And we got to build off of that. But also that second and third time going, going through these teams and everything else. You know, we still got to find out. Yeah, you, you, you know. Andy said it last night. He said the reason that he put him in the ninth was that he felt like the fact that these guys hadn't seen him before well, exactly. and the heart of that lineup gave him a bit of an advantage and, and, and a psychological believe advantage. Believe me, there are him. always adjustments in this game, and they continue. I don't care how many years you've been around, there's always little adjustments you've got to tweak for a certain hitter. And he's going to have to go through some of those, I think, before he gets yeah. done. And, and not to take away anything from Bookter because no. he's, been, he's been amazing. But, but what Drew Pomerantz has done, it, it's very similar to what Tyson Ross did. And it's funny that they both came from the A's in a trade where you probably didn't give up that much. I mean, you look at Yonder Alonso, he's really struggling over there for the A's. I know. So, I mean, really, you cleared out a spot where you needed to make a position well, for Will Myers. You got I, a guy in that's like looking like a number two or number three pitcher from the left side of the mound. I mean, that's, it, it, well, you, that's such starters, an asset. Two your starters go down immediately, you know, and, and Pomerantz has really stepped up and, and, and picked that rotation up. Yeah, we were debating yesterday, is he the staff ace? And Annie and Bob were kind of, uh, maybe not yet. I think it, by default, he kind of is, but by performance, he is too. He's the only guy right now every fifth day. Shields is getting back to that for me. Uh-huh. But Pomeranz, he's the only guy I've been trusting every yeah, fifth day when, to deliver. When Pomeranz hasn't had his best stuff, he's still battled through and put up a lot of zeros. That's the thing about James Shields. When he has a bad day, he's going to give up two, three home runs, right. and that puts you behind the eight ball. Now he hasn't been getting any run support for the most part, so you right. can't put it all on him because he usually gets you a quality start. But that's not what you're looking for out of your ace. Like you're saying, Pomeranz is putting up lots of zeros and finding a way to eat up innings even if he doesn't have well, his best yeah, stuff. And striking guys out. Oh, nine, well, ten that's a game. big thing. I mean, to stay with that breaking ball. I know he's throwing a lot of curveballs, but, you know, the way he throws it, the technique, and you've got to stay with it. All right, maybe, you know, like a couple of games we've seen, it's not as consistent. He's not throwing it for strikes. But you've got to stay with it. You can't just go back to the fastball. And I think in the past, that's what he did, and we tried to nibble and, and be too perfect. Yeah. And now he's getting you know, a little bit freer with that, a little more confidence where he knows he can get that curveball in a good spot, and, and he's getting it done. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. doing well. Uh, the guys over at Gaslamp Ball, just to put a bow on yesterday's game, I don't know who has time to do this research. They found that game number 36 of a season, that was what last night's game was, is, uh, was the lowest winning percentage of any game number in Padres history. The franchise was 9-47 and on every game 36 they've ever played. They won last wow. night. You got to love that kind of research, huh, Randy? That's scary, boys. That's crazy, That's right? That's one of their things. They, they love they they love to dive into those numbers, the, the numbers like yeah, that. So that was crazy. Um, we're getting some more tweets, some more advice for you, oh, Mike, nice. and fatherhood. Uh, this one from Brent, at AGDragon78. 
I love this. When pinch hitting during the quote unquote change, always cover the quote unquote bat so the sprinklers don't go off. It's funny. I actually well knew said. that. Well said, man. Well put. I, I knew that, and I've already gotten. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Already had a rain delay. Yeah, yeah, a little rain delay, man. A little Bellagio to this guy. <laughs> but, uh, I can see I appreciate you. the good thought. I can see you in goggles and everything else. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, like, it's like a postseason <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Budweiser in one hand, baby, and the other, goggles on the eyes. That's I love yep. it. Uh, and now this. I did not put this in to be shown. I think Blooper had something to do with this. Of course, he tweeted it. He says his mom's watching and sent him this. A very handsome baby. baby. It's a picture of baby Blooper. You asked for this, Grace. Look what you've wrought upon our audience. You know what's beautiful about this? Is he can never deny being a ginger ever again. From day one. That is a ginger baby right there. The best is my mom in the text said, you were a ginger back then. Back then. Still are, buddy. What's on your shirt? Is that a... Patriotic snowman? Yeah, it looks like I, you're, I can't even it looks like tell you're about what to that cry is. Again, too. You're about to cry again. I think that's the last time <laughs> he wore a tank top. Gotta dude. Be blooper. <laughs> blooper, sun's out, guns out from day one and never again. Ooh. So handsome. So good. So oh, handsome. man. Sorry for that, audience, but it's good for us. It was worth a laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, we're going to come back and uh, keep this train rolling. But first, uh, congrats to the class of 2016. The Padres invite you and your family to class of 2016 night and encourage you to wear your school colors Thursday, May 19th, when the Padres take on the Giants at 610. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a Padres hat with graduation tassel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. When we come back, we're going to find out our Top Gun call signs for Top Gun Day. Randy's looking forward to that, I bet. This is Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. We're feeling the need, the need for speed here in the AMR studio. As we mentioned earlier, happy Top Gun Day. You knew that I was planning it because I got my aviators, brought them from home. Nice. Thumbs up, guys, or thumbs down? Hey. Well done. Blooper's not a fan. He hates aviator glasses. I just think they've gone out of style a little bit. These are timeless. Yeah. These are a, a classic. Um, so it's Top Gun Day. Uh, of course, the movie, everyone knows it, especially around here. They do the video board segment here, and I'll take these off so I can see you guys uh, clearly. Um, the reason it's Top Gun Day, so the movie came out on May 16th when it was released. The guys who created it, it's topgunday.com, I think. It's gotten nationwide. Uh, they messed up. The first year they did this, they made all these T-shirts, all these graphics, all this stuff, and they put May 13th instead accidentally, and they just ran with it. And at that point, it was too far. They couldn't change it. So now every year, people get to say Top Gun quotes and wear their aviators and rewatch the movie. So, Randy, that's why today is the big day. I see. So... I don't want to. I don't want to pump the competitor, but we can go over to Kansas City Barbecue and, and get some of that if you want. No, you know I'm good. I'm, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm have you ever well, been? I, I you know, that's where the no. the bar scene. You know, over of there, course, right by the uh, by the Marriott and the Hyatt. Uh, that's fun. Yes. Rand, Randy's starting to get it was, angry. It was, uh, no, it's a great you, movie. It's a great. You know, movie. Randy, you're Classic dangerous. Movie. Huh? You're dangerous. Got to do the teeth bite, too, Val Kilmer style. There you go. Uh, I came up for <laughs> Top Gun Day with uh, call signs for all you guys. I can't wait. So you go to TopGunDay.com, and you type in your first and last name, and they give you, like, you know, uh, Pete Mitchell was Maverick. There's Goose, Iceman, etc. So uh, I already tweeted one out, bloopers. If you haven't seen it, we're going to save that for the end. It's the best oh, my one. God. Um, so, Randy, yours was 
Wrong way. Randy Wrongway Jones. Wrong way. Interesting. Yeah. The left-hander the left-hander from the wrong side. They, wrong must, they must have known you. And that's all you do is give your first and last name. They knew nothing else about you. So that one pretty wrong good. Wrong way. All right. Gracie, okay. you were acid. Mike Acid Grace. I don't know acid? what that means, but acid. that sounds dangerous. <laughs> that, yeah. Wow. Mine was Slamma. <laughs> S-L-A-double-M-A. Slamma. Yeah, yeah. Alabama Slamma, Mike Janelle. Like All right. Bloopers. Slam, Mike. Yeah. Bloopers was Seth. This is the best. Apple Bottom Foster, which was <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Why? I don't know. I just put in the name. And I they, think and it's they, very they, clear. It's great. Apple, Boots yeah. with the fur. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty apparent to me. So good. Oh, my uh, God. So make sure to uh, get your shelter call sign. <laughs> I don't think that'll be on a Happy shirt Top Gun Day, so. everybody. Uh, no, I think we could change not. that. <laughs> All right. Um, now, I'm going to put you, Gracie, as we move on from Top Gun, but not for movies, on the Cholula hot seat. Yeah. Because yesterday we were talking about sports mo- or baseball movies, and everybody was sending in their favorites. And then Gracie tweeted us after the show, said, I don't have just a top three, because we had a top three favorite movies here yesterday, Randy. He says, I have a top 31. And then today he tweeted out a picture with all 31 movies in there. Yep. And let's see if we'll, we'll try while you're talking, Mike, to wow. get your list loaded up. But uh, – Defend yourself, because there were a lot of people. Defend myself? Yeah. What you, for what? How dare you, sir? So, well, for love of the game, you had really low. People love that movie. Somehow. I don't, I don't understand. their own was very underranked, they said, from you. Well, so, your detractors, give them all you got right now. For love of the game is awful. That's a terrible movie. Like, you've got really great commentary from Vince Scully. You've got actually pretty good baseball for about 20 minutes, and then you have this just awful non-romantic comedy with Kelly Preston and Kevin Costner. It's just so unwatchable. I know Bill Simmons has talked about getting like an editor's cut, like 20 minutes of just the baseball, and you'll have this really good baseball movie, but the rest of it, it's just unwatchable. A League of Their Own, on the other hand, is Which a you very... Have, we, we have your list, that we finally yeah. found it. You have that ranked as the 12th best baseball movie. And that doesn't make it a bad baseball movie. A lot of people I, I had it in their top three yesterday that were tweeting And, and that's fair. I mean, that, this is very subjective, but I think it's just... I, I like the movies ahead of it better. And, you know, if you want to question me on any of them, I will answer those questions. But I just think it's a good baseball movie. You like movie. Moneyball more than A League of Their Own? I do. I do. Uh, you know, hmm. I, it's not the most factually accurate baseball movie, <laughs> but it's an incredibly well-made movie. It's probably not the best baseball movie, but it's a very well-acted, well-written movie. Uh, it's funny, Grady Fuson, who's portrayed in that movie and gets fired by Billy Bean, right. uh, a guy that we uh, got to know pretty well here. He never actually got fired by Billy Bean. That was, uh, that was made Only up for the, the movie. movie. Only, Only in the movie, in the movie did that yeah, happen. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. But I just thought it was a really good baseball movie. Well, what was the number one? Nat- the Natural? The Natural. I love The Natural. The baseball movie. His uh, top three, Natural, Bad News Bears, and Major League. That's Gracie's top three. Well, you I like it. I like the Bad News Bears. It's a good one, yeah. You know, like Bull Durham. You got a little buttercrud in you, that's for sure. I like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I, can, I right. can see me being that little league coach. Oh, I can see that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're very much a butter a maker. Of fights, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, Gracie was uh, was Easy. getting after it on Twitter today. So you've made your point for some of the more contentious arguments. People yeah, and, and uh, hopefully some people check out some of the lesser known movies in there. Like Sugar is a fantastic baseball movie. It's about Dominican kids and what they go through. Hopefully people check things like that out. Those are some really good movies in there. 
All right. Well, there you go. Mike Grace's uh, movie review. Uh, so you're off the Cholula hot seat now, Gracie. All right. Uncap thanks. real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We well, did also really want to update uh, one more poll that we had yesterday on hashtag PadresSH. What would you guys most want to see live at a baseball game? We ran this poll all day. We said we were going to reveal the results today. Either a 20 strikeout game, a perfect game, a four home run game, or an unassisted triple play. Which one would you most want to see? What do you think? <laughs> you want to guess? I mean, the perfect game. More than the 20 strikeout game. Oh, yeah. Scanlon I, picked 20Ks yesterday. That's fine. You know, he says it's Scanlon, more dominant sometimes Scanlon's in a perfect tall, game. He, he too hard trying to punch everybody out. The perfect game is what I want. I, I'd love to see that. It was between perfect game for me, but I voted four home run game. Me too. That's what I did yesterday. I, yeah. I, I mean, to me, like. The, the excitement for those at-bats has got to It just becomes be an event within the game. Yeah, that's what I was I mean, anywhere yesterday. you can be on par with hard-hitting Mark Witten, that's, when, that's what you want to be. Of course. That's, uh, that's a good career, uh, career goals. What were the other ones? 20-strikeout game, perfect, perfect game, game. four-home-run game, or an unassisted triple play. Unassisted Yeah, those are four of the most rare things. That, that had to come baseball. in last. Uh, it did. So the final yeah. results, triple play, only 2% of the vote. Uh, four home run game came in third, 8% of the vote. 20 strikeout game, 11%. 79% of people picked the perfect, perfect game. game. It was a we hard think, choice. We think it was because a lot of Padres fans voting haven't ever seen a no-hitter. Because we even had one person yesterday, who was it, Ed, I think? Uh, cranky Ed tweeting in, if it was the, for the Padres, perfect game. If it was any other team I was a fan for, 20 strikeout game. <laughs> so we think it maybe skewed the influence just a little bit. Definitely a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Blooper, you said perfect game, right? So congratulations. You won the poll, I Good. guess. Definitely perfect game, no doubt. Like the anticipation for an at-bat, like the anticipation as the game goes on for a perfect game has to be unreal. Uh, home runs are so exciting. I mean, and to get to that third one and then like the anticipation of a fourth at-bat. Yeah, bat, and then I when mean, it actually happens. Unbelievable. Awesome. Um, all right, so those uh, are the conclusions of our couple polls we've been running the last couple of days. So thank you for voting if you have, and if you haven't, well, let us know why not and what you think. Uh, in the meantime, be at Petco Park on Sunday, May 22nd to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140. Snag a free Padres All-Star Game-themed reusable bag presented by MLB Network. All fans in attendance will receive a bag. Tickets available at Padres.com. We're going to keep this thing rolling, getting you set for a game two of Padres and Brewers. We're coming back on Social Hour right after this. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Christian Friedrich getting the start for the Padres tonight, looking to extend a couple streaks. Their 23-inning shutout streak for the pitchers. That's nice after That's the offense beautiful. had the shutout streak going. Definitely. Also, a three-game winning streak is right now the longest in the National League. So take it one, you can get them. Trying to go for four in a row. Well, we've sent the Five Cubs ten. into a death spiral. Well, we definitely for sure. That. Yeah, smart. Although uh, they won today, so they're oh, getting, yeah, a little no. bit back on track. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, one more tweet. We've got tweets coming in. Mike Grace, a new dad. Uh, less than a week old, right? I mean, the brand five new days. Dad. Yeah, brand five new. days. Yeah, spanking new. So uh, on hashtag PadresSH, we asked for a bunch of advice. If you have any fatherhood or parenting advice, and uh, at Padres underscore fans nineteen says, don't leave your crayons in the sun. So once once the baby starts getting into coloring, smart. That makes a lot yeah, of sense. You don't want all to right. get the colors running, melting, all that kind of stuff. Thanks, nineteen. Sure it's a pain to, uh, to get, that out, early, but get that out of the, out of the laundry. You're Never too early. Yeah, I got to keep them out of his mouth. Yeah, that, step one. Yeah. yeah uh, so keep it coming uh, with <laughs> us online. I uh, wanted to get your guys' opinions on a big story today. Uh, Matt Bush, 
former number one overall draft pick here for the Padres uh, 12 years ago now, 2004 draft. Made it to the big leagues. Called up by the Texas Rangers today. Three years in prison. Uh, the whole story of his, I mean, incredible in a lot of ways, in positive ways, in negative ways. Uh, I mean, this is unlike a, any story we've really ever seen. As people who had been already involved with the organization at that time, long before I came here, I defer to you guys. When you heard about that call-up today, what's going through your mind? I was surprised, number one. Uh, you know, but I, you, know, you look, you get paid his dues. He's made a lot of mistakes. And even right from when he got drafted, it just seemed like there was always something going on with Matt Bush and, and uh, never getting his head on right and, 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 and taking baseball, I thought, seriously, like, like he probably should have. You know, but now all of a sudden now, and, you know, obviously three years of forced rest, yeah. you know, wasn't burning his arm up. Well, I'll they said that, he, he was working in a Golden Corral restaurant in Jacksonville when a scout for the Rangers saw him. was curious, said, hey, how can you still throw? And he goes to the back of the parking lot, still pumping 95, and they bring him along. He was in the minors this year, now gets called up. He's a reliever now. Uh, Gracie, your take? Uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, definitely surprised, like Randy said, uh, I can't say that I'm pulling for him. Uh, I have a lot of sympathy for people with addiction. Uh, you talk about Josh Hamilton and what he went through. But, you know, what Matt did, I mean, he almost killed a guy. Yeah. with. Uh, you know, he, he hurt other people other than himself. You know, you hurt other people, that's a different thing. You hurt yourself, you come back from that, hey, I, I'll, I'll be happy for you. But I'm not rooting against the guy, uh, but I, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I think a lot of Padres fans or people related to the organization, mixed feelings, I think, yeah. is a good way to put yeah. and I, it, and the that, news. I understand that. And it doesn't have anything to do with him letting down the Padres on no. a physical basis. I mean, you know, some people carry that. I mean, whatever, the kid had issues. But uh, when you make some of the choices that he made, uh, it's hard to root for a guy. I mean, I, glad to hear he got his life in order. Hopefully he can that's, make a positive contribution and, and really thing, do some good you know. things with whatever he's done. You know, if he makes some money now, actually do some, do some good in life. But, uh, you know, he's got a lot of uh, sins to atone let's for. Let's see if he can turn it into a positive. Let, let's hope. You know, I mean, again. You know, for, we'll for the humanity's sake of it all. But, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll a see. I big mean. profile on him back in spring training, ESPN the magazine wrote. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard of or don't know the full extent of the story, highly recommended reading. Uh, the Rangers actually have his father signed to a contract to follow him around 24-7, make sure he's staying out of trouble, make sure he's reporting to everything on time. So they're taking I think it's the right risks. team. for if, if he was ever going to make it, this is a team that's dealt with that with Josh, Josh Hamilton. Hamilton. They yep. knew how to yeah. handle him. Well they said. had him you know, with a guy that was going to take care of him, so they know what it takes to, to help somebody dealing with this kind of addiction. But, hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, th he always had talent. I don't think that was ever in question. That was but, never in question. Uh, just a maturity issue and uh, you know, some of the other stuff going on. Yeah, very much so. It would be very interesting, uh, no matter how it pans out, to see how it does exactly unfold. Uh, we're going to come back here in just a little bit to talk uh, tonight's lineup and to get the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. Grace, your first one with some fatherhood mojo on your side. Ooh, Maybe yeah, you can unseat Blooper, who's on a winning streak of his own. We're lose. back with more Padres Social Hour after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back. Padres Social Hour getting things moving along, getting you set for that game, too. What a great stretch this has been for this team, by the way, dating back to that last Dodgers series, last 14 days. They're winning series or they're splitting series. They're 
outscoring opponents. Pitching's been great. This is this is fun. And Bartolo yeah. Colon homered in that period. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's and, the thing. It's, that, yeah. it's like you had that, and they're still playing good baseball. They didn't right. send him into a spiral. So. Yeah. No, it's, been, it's been very good. Um, we had a question come in here from, uh, from Brent, who had tweeted earlier. Uh, no talk about Tim Lincecum uh, picking up his personal catcher, Hector Sanchez, who had caught him a lot for the Giants. Uh, the reports were now that the Padres were, were one of the teams not in the running anymore for Lincecum. I think Fox Sports reported that, uh, some other local media outlets as well. So I don't think Tim Lincecum's happening, even with Sanchez on board. Uh, no, I don't. Getting rid of that, that dream. I don't think fans. there's a correlation there. Yeah, not at all. So, uh, yeah, we uh, put an end to that story. Don't think we'll be seeing Timmy here at Petco anytime this summer. All right, time now for the lineup, which is brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Got a lot of changes going on today. Mm. So it's John Jay in center field. Alexei Ramirez batting second at shortstop. Will Myers, not a hamstring injury. Relax. He's just getting a day off. Uh, so Alexei is batting second. Matt Kemp in right field third. Brett Wallace starting in Myers' place at first base. He hits cleanup. Melvin Upton Jr. in left. Christian Bethencourt starting at catcher. Then the lower third, Jose Perella at second. Adam Rosales starting at third. And Christian Friedrich making his debut this season with the start. Wow. So uh, a lot of different shakeups going on there. Yeah. Now, yesterday in the game, uh, in the Supercuts head-to-head challenge, Andy Heilbrunn picked Matt Kemp, Blooper picked Brett Wallace, and they both went 0 for 4. So how are you going to pick a winner out of that? I don't know. Tough, right? Yeah. This is why my job's so difficult, guys. I decided Brett Wallace, he made that great play in the sixth inning when it was one nothing. runners at the corners, started a 5-4-3 double play, got shields out of a big jam. To me, that was a big turning point, a positive influence on the game. So I gave Blooper the point, as much as it chagrined me. You he know, now I, has won three I in a row. I got a feeling that Blooper was in your ear campaigning this. I just got this funny feeling. No, he... Uh, when I got to work today, I was like, Mike, who do I give the point to for Supercuts? And he, he, that was the first we spoke of it, and he said, I got it. So now, whether he put a couple bucks in my pocket at the beginning of the season for any close decisions, that is still up for debate, uh, but if, we'll leave that. He doesn't, have any, he doesn't have any money. There's no right. way he gave you two bucks. <laughs> no chance. That guy Not did. even two. Um, no, so Blooper is now, he's, he's a man unhinged. He's won three in a row. He's got a four-point lead. <laughs> that I agree with. It's his biggest lead of the season. <laughs> but, Gracie, the good news is you get the first pick today. I get the first pick. You get the first pick. First so, anybody you want. Who you got? Uh, let's go with the number one spot, John Jay. Been hot. I like the way he's swinging the bat. Playing good, good center Always field good when he's call. not uh, getting in Melvin's way. I dig it. Uh, yeah, right, as they ended whew. the game last night. But, yeah, John Jay. That's the guy. All right, Blooper, over to you. Friedrich. Ooh, wow. Risky. risky. Randy, you don't start? like that pick. The, what? I'm just surprised. Wow. First big league start. They've never seen him. They don't know what to expect. I figured you might want a little track record before you pull that one. He loves nope. left-handed pitchers. Yeah. You just like left-handers? Yeah. I'm impressed You're by my that. inspiration. That impresses me. <laughs> Blooper does love the pitchers. He's taken them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is the tenth time he's taken a pitcher in this this year. The couch has only taken the pitcher twice. They're disrespecting the arms, Randy. You've got to start talking to the, your, guest, your co-hosts, hey, your co-guests on the couch. They're on their own, man. I'm just glad I'm here and not there. And not there oh. on that side of the couch? Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Um, all right, so that will be our Supercuts head-to-head challenge for tonight. See if the couch can end this winning streak that Blooper has all of a sudden Come on, Grace. run off. It's all Get on it you, done. Gracie. I'm going to do it. Okay. Got faith. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up on Padres Social Hour when we come back right after this. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. 
we're less than 20 minutes away from first pitch, Padres at Brewers. We are here in the AMR studio wrapping things up here on Social Hour. Uh, we talked about how it was Top Gun Day earlier. You just asked me, Randy, off the air. What's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Well, I'm glad you asked because I have a couple of, uh, of national days tomorrow. Tell me your favorite. Tomorrow's National Archery Day. Ooh. Maybe a Fernando Rodney arrow Ooh. and maybe a little crossbow maybe. Yeah, Ooh. that's pretty good. It's National Dance Like a Chicken Day. Ooh. <laughs> what the hell? At, yeah. a, at weddings or maybe blooper tomorrow. We can get him dancing like, like a chicken. chicken day. Wow. Also, National Miniature Golf Day. Go play 18, That's but you know, get done idea. in like a half hour. Think about that. Miniature golf day. That's nice. Pretty good ones, yeah. Actually, all I three like of those that. together, that's a pretty eventful day. So here, I'm going to blow your mind. Dance like a chicken on the miniature. Never mind. <laughs> is, there, is there a <laughs> National Nothing Day? And then what do you do on Ooh. National Nothing Day? I think there is, but other people have stuff going on, too. So it's like... Oh, they're just... It's, it competes? It's just, yeah, it's competing. But, like, can you actually celebrate National Nothing Day, or does that defeat the purpose right, of you National can't Nothing Day? You could, you could do that on Nothing Day. You yeah, yeah but you can't, you can't celebrate it because then you're if doing something Anybody you nothing. talk to, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh, not also, nothing. Billy Joel Day, at least here tomorrow. Yeah. You guys excited? Absolutely. Wow. The piano man? the transformation of this ballpark. Amazing. From a couple days ago to what we see now right outside of our studio That's here. That's a big yeah, erector crazy. set man right uh, there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 to think something. Uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow in depth, but fa <laughs> favorite Billy Joel song? Huh? Favorite Billy Joel song? Nah, you don't have nah. one? Not your, not your style? No. Nah. Really? Interesting. I thought everybody liked Billy Joel. Well, I mean, I like Billy Joel, but I mean, I don't have a favorite song. All right. How about you, Gracie? I'll say Piano Man. Wow. I know. So original. I'm not the biggest Billy Joel fan, but, uh, you know, all-around classic uh, artist. You're going to be at the show tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be here. All right, nice. Bluebird, you got a favorite kid. song? Are you working? Down <laughs> Easter Alexa. It's me and my brother's karaoke gem. Oh, can you imagine? We've already seen Blooper as a baby. Can you imagine him singing karaoke? The middle oh. of the night. I also like no. the middle of the That's night. That's a good one, too. That's good. Uh, you'll find out my answer tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot of Billy Joel, so make sure to tune in. That's going to be at 2.30 with Bill Center and Jordan Carruth joining me here in Padres Social Hour. Let's see if the Pods can make it four in a row tonight. Let's go. Hey, you two, you can be my wingmen anytime. Oh. No, you can one. be mine. One last oh. Top Gun reference. <laughs> Thanks for watching. This was Padres Social Hour.